It's Monday, November 20th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories and with other important things in our community. Today, last week, the Cochise County Board of Supervisors passed modified floodplain regulations. Supervisors Peggy Judd and Ann English were in favor, while Supervisor Tom Crosby opposed the measure. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lolly from the Lolly Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lolly dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lolly deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona history. Did you know that Samara Armstrong is an Arizona actress and fashion designer known for her roles in Stay Alive, The O.C., It's a Boy-Girl Thing, and Dirty Sexy Money? She ran for mayor of Sedona in 2022, but lost the election to incumbent mayor Scott Jablo. With historic turnout, both candidates earned more votes than any previous mayoral election winner in Sedona history. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. They're doing more than treating illnesses in Benson, they're building a healthier community. Benson Hospital is now collaborating with the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona to provide diaper assistance to families in need. For more information, visit their website at bensonhospital.org. Now our feature story. Last week, the Cochise County Board of Supervisors passed modified floodplain regulations. Supervisors Peggy Judd and Ann English were in favor, while Supervisor Tom Crosby opposed the measure. Crosby had strong opinions about the action, labeling it as a redistribution of wealth. He argued that FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, should not be involved, as per the Constitution and the Tenth Amendment. English, on the other hand, emphasized the need for public understanding. She clarified that the new regulations specifically target flood-prone areas identified on maps, not affecting everyone indiscriminately. Joaquin Solis, the county's floodplain administrator, explained that these regulations align with the Arizona Floodplain Management Ordinance and FEMA's requirements. They now include agricultural and accessory structures as well. Architect and supervisor Judd brought her professional perspective, discussing standard home designs with a 12-inch elevation and proper drainage. She emphasized the normativity of these designs in addressing flood concerns. Solis also highlighted two flood-proofing methods, dry and wet flood-proofing. Dry flood-proofing involves watertight shields and sealants to protect against floodwaters, but FEMA doesn't allow it for new or significantly altered residential structures. Wet flood-proofing, however, makes uninhabited parts of a building more resistant by allowing water to flow in and out during floods, thus minimizing damage. The county aims to lower its insurance scale level, potentially reducing flood insurance costs by 10%. Solis noted that opt-out builders and agricultural builders are still subject to these regulations. The path to these regulations wasn't smooth. Concerns were raised about building earth homes and basements. Jackie Watson, Director of Engineering and Natural Resources, had previously requested a delay in the decision to address these concerns and ensure the regulations didn't inadvertently hinder such constructions. The goal of these regulations is multifaceted, safeguarding public health, reducing private and public losses due to flooding, minimizing expensive public flood control projects, and decreasing the need for costly rescue and relief efforts. They also aim to mitigate business interruptions and damage to public utilities and infrastructure. 
Watson also pointed out the necessity of modifications for earth homes and homes with basements, ensuring that the new regulations wouldn't prohibit their construction. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 9. Next, Tucson again was the busiest sector of the southern border, with more than 55,000 migrant encounters in October, according to the latest data from CBP. That was well above the 38,000 in Del Rio, and 10 times as many as were encountered in the Yuma sector. We ask why Tucson is the new gateway for migrants. Tabitha Bland of Cronkite News has more on the story. U.S. Customs and Border Patrol released new migration numbers for the southern border yesterday. There are more than 55,000 encounters in the Tucson area alone. According to U.S. authorities, illegal border crossing from Mexico dropped from September to October. But one part of Arizona saw more migrants' apprehensions than anywhere else in the nation. Reporter Tabitha Bland is at the Google touchscreen to break down the new migration numbers in Arizona and across our southern border. Even though the number of migration encounters is dropping month to month, Arizona has drawn some attention, specifically in Tucson. Now, according to the latest data from Customs and Border Patrol, this sector is the busiest in the southern border, with more than 55,000 migrant encounters in this October's report. Now, 55,000 is a pretty big number, so let's try to put it into perspective. Custom and Border Patrol's October report shows the Del Rio sector follows Tucson with 38,000 encounters, and then the Yuma sector shows around 5,000 encounters, which is 10 times less than its next-door neighbor. Now, as you can see, the migration flow, these represent different colors, represent different years. The migration flow is pretty consistent season to season over the past couple of years, but we do see an overall increase of border encounters between September of 2022 and of 2023. At the Google Touch screen, Tabitha Bland, Cronkite News. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Hi, this is Kylie Young with Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista. We know the holidays can be a stressful time for those caring for aging loved ones. It's why we have a free resource page on our website with valuable information and support for caregivers. There are blogs, guides, webinars, and more touching on topics that range from memory loss to fall prevention to mental health and much more. Courtesy of Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, it's available at prestigecanhelp.com. That's prestigecanhelp.com. Now an event coming up that you should know about. This week is Thanksgiving. For some, things are slowing down. For others in our community, they're about to speed up. If you've got a little time this Wednesday, head over to the Sierra Vista Public Library at 1 p.m. for a screening of the critically acclaimed Grand Budapest Hotel, directed by Wes Anderson. The film was nominated for nine Academy Awards, including Best Picture, and won four of them. Finally, we'd like to remember the life of John Capronopoulos. John was born in Greece in 1942 and emigrated to the United States through Ellis Island at the age of five. 
He graduated from Central High School and earned a master's degree in history from the University of Nebraska. At the age of 21, he enlisted in the Army and completed two tours in Vietnam, earning four Purple Hearts and numerous accolades for his valor and heroism. As a dedicated member of the Airborne, he was deeply respected by his fellow soldiers, whom he considered his brothers. John married Dawn Amidon in New Hampshire, and they lovingly raised two daughters and a son. The family relocated frequently and eventually settled in Sierra Vista. In 1986, he and his partner Eli founded The Beverage House, a venture that expanded to include 14 successful stores throughout Arizona. John was an active member of the Boys and Girls Club, generous with charities, and a loving family man. He liked cars, sports, travel, good stories, and the company of friends. He is survived by his beloved children, grandchildren, and sister. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember John's life and service. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.